0: This program contains material that may be disturbing. Parental discretion is advised.
1: can a bro clean another bro's apartment? That is not appropriate behavior.
2: Okay, but keep it PG. How about R? Our... PG-13. woo Adult situations!
1: Deeply offensive, completely inappropriate, and funny. You are the
2: guest of King Hassar of Nahudi. You are going to marry his daughter. Marry his daughter?
3: I don't even know
2: her. I want to
3: be free. Two birds flying by me Like the waves out on the blue sea If your love has to tie me Don't try me Say goodbye
4: Good morning Welcome to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. I'm your host, Ars Labe, along with the gang, Adam Kane, the lovely Lady M. Also in the studio this morning, special guest host and feature of our Meet Your Maker segment today, the iconic and debonair founder of Room 101, Matt Booth. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, Matt. Thank you for uh, taking time out of your uh, busy weekend and uh, joining us here on Kiss My Ash Radio.
5: Big Delicious, it is
4: my honor. Thank you.
5: I gotta tell you, I'm gonna steal that from Matt. And I'm just gonna start calling you that. Big Delicious, Absolutely. thats Becoming my new nickname. I gotta tell you, I'm to, a, a big fan of
4: it. I have to thank Tobacco Jack for that. Next time I see him, when he filled in for us at the Great Smoke, I know that was fantastic. <laughs> had a little tribute <laughs> to Davy Jones, monkeys. I tell you, I grew up loving the monkeys. I don't know about you, you I know you probably, lady, i don't have a clue. I, I do. I do, really yeah. name the four members of the monkeys. Um,
3: I couldn't name the four members, but. I
4: could sing the song name uh, which song or the name I could sing song? it yeah yeah let's <laughs> sing it I want to hear name it name one song no no just go ahead and sing it uh, no. no 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 come no, on please no, no no I don't have a voice for you okay it, just yeah. say the line
3: hey hey we're the monkeys that's all you know is the chorus yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, wow wow Mike Nesmith Davy Jones uh, oh wow I'm trying to uh-huh. break Peter I was going to say it was Peter something Peter Polk and, don't uh, help him oh god what, Mickey Dolenz yeah mm-mm-mm yeah, Davey Jones, 66, died young, he had a heart attack on his ranch. I
5: had no idea he lived so close by, too.
4: Where was he? Stewart. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that.
5: Yeah. Oh, wow. They took him to Martin County
4: Medical. Wow, yeah. Really sad. I I really grew up loving the monkeys, man, listening yeah. to their music. So, a little tribute to Davy on the way in. Um, could be back on the air after two weeks. feel like it's been forever. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, forever. Yeah, we weren't able to really come on during the Great Smoke, and uh, last week we did... There was a radio show during the Great Smoke. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was a great event, Matt. How was the Great Smoke for you? It was rad, man. It was I, rad? I love it. I love it. That was what, your second time, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, good. Getting huge, isn't it?
6: Yeah.
4: And, uh, you know, huge. It was a great event. Gave away a uh, nice car, and um, a lot of prizes uh, stacked up for you folks out there today, if you're listening. We got, of course, our uh, daily ZyCar giveaway. Good friends over Jerry Deere and Zach always giving something away every week when you hear the special sound. Do you have that sound ready for us there, uh, Mike? There you go. You hear that sound, uh, Adam K. What are they getting?
5: Today they are winning a $150 package. You could take home with you a 30 to 50 count travel humidor. This is the giant, massive cigar case vault. 30 to 50 cigars are inside. That is an $85 value. Fantastic for when you are traveling. Of course, it's got the decompression button on it. So, if you're ever taking it on an airplane and you need to get it off, then you can decompress a cigar and so nice, it open up. You're going to get a 007 Twist Punch in silver. So, for those of you liking to travel with the keychain and punch, a $35 value. And to get you all started for whenever you are feeling the need to travel, one Clear Tech Lighter. They are a single flame, high volume butane. Zykar lighter, And, of course, all of these fantastic items from Zycar are guaranteed for life. And, of course, if you have won anything from Kiss My Ash Radio in the last 30 days, you are eligible to win any of these great prizes. It's somebody else's turn.
4: Somebody else's turn. Share, share the goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's great. And uh, so be the first person to call in when you hear that lovely sound. And also, social media word. If you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, every Friday we post a social media word. And uh, be the first to call in when you hear that. Uh, we're giving away a five pack of Room 101 cigars, but our good friend Matt Booth last night threw in a couple kickers. Uh, we threw in a Room 101 ashtray and a Room 101 uh, pair of scissors cutters for an additional about $180 value. So, uh, very nice prizes to stay in the air. And of course, yes, sis. Thank you, sir. And of course, our Monte Cristo trivia every week for $50 gift cards. So, that being said, we had a great event in the Pizzle yesterday. Carlos and Matt. Matt, first time in the Pizzle, I'm going to assume.
6: Number one, uh, first time in the pizzle. Yes, that's what we
4: call Port St. Lucie. Oh, no, I, I heard. I'm yeah. hip. I'm hip. <laughs> I'm, hip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hip to the jive They're flinging from up there in the pizzle. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> nice man. But uh, yeah, we had a very nice. Tell event. me about Good it. Day. I missed out. It was I'm a nice sorry. event. Good turnout. Everybody came mm-hmm. out. Music was blaring. Sold last cigars, and then, unfortunately, uh, one shot, one kills is one shot gone. I mean, we've sold out everywhere. Those. Yeah. Probably I mm-hmm. could have moved another. Uh, 20 boxes last oh, night. Oh, absolutely. That, everybody's loving it. That, that, that cigar's amazing. We're going to talk about it later in the Media making you, segment. Thank you. But uh, very nicely done on that. And um, other than that, uh, Adam, uh, tell us, what's going on in the world? Ah, uh, yes. Time for the wonderful world of news
5: and excitement. A couple interesting things happening this week. No idea really where to start. This one's probably my favorite. It goes into the Darwin Awards category for, once again, thanking people for removing themselves from the race of society. A man burned to death after accidentally drinking gasoline, then trying to smoke a cigarette. Oh yes. Wow. 43-year-old yes. Gary Allen, Banning of Havelock, North Carolina. You know these people always have three names. I just want to be one-name person when I die. I don't want to be a three-name person when I die. Accidentally burned himself to death on Monday when, we're not trying to make fun of it, but he mixed gasoline and cigarettes. You know, come on, everybody How knows... Is this an accident? I don't oh, understand. Oh, here's what went down. He saw a jar of liquid sitting next to his kitchen and thought it was a drink or a beverage of some are kind. Are kidding me? Moonshine. But it was actually gasoline. Obviously, since he spurted out the gasoline and then was trying to wash his mouth out and then, of course, had it all over his clothes, thought oh. the next most obvious thing to do before taking a shower washing your hands or anything else is to light up a cigarette. Right. He was wow. definitely not thinking, as he... Police aren't sure what he was thinking when he went outside to smoke a cigarette. The gasoline ignited. He burst into flames, was taken to a hospital, and has t- removed himself from the food chain.
4: Yeah, I, I think I call that Darwinism.
5: Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, 110% Darwin at work there once again. Not a good idea. Having known someone who's drinking get lighter fluid, it's also pretty much the same thing. So yeah. Never a good idea. Police arrest a man who tries to run from them using his walker. Fifty-four-year-old Keith Brown of Waynesboro, Virginia, had the unique distinction of being involved in an extremely high-speed chase and then a comically low-speed chase with the police of Virginia. He's actually banned from driving for being a habitual offender. He's been convicted from hit-and-runs to drunk driving and speeding. The cops saw him speeding in a Toyota sedan, pulled him over, and then he started a high-speed chase going fifty to sixty miles an hour. Now this guy's only fifty-four, remind you. Uh-huh. And that's when the chase and uh, they pulled him over, and he crashed his car. So he crashed his car, he's already been in a high speed chase, and that's when the chase turned low speed, as he attempted to flee the police on foot, using a walker.
6: So tight. (laughs)
5: Was it at least
4: a walker with the wheels
5: out? He had not tennis balls on the bottom of it. There is (laughs) nothing on there about whether or not he had the tennis balls, but it probably did, if it's any kind of a proper walker. We're going to need to find out. (laughs) I know, we probably will. He is facing a ton of charges, and another one from last month, when he actually managed to successfully get away, amazingly enough. Really?
4: Yeah, he got away. Who knew? In a news, said something about the police in that town.
5: M- maybe that's a good point. Uh, in a new survey, about half of women ages eighteen to twenty five say they would l- rather have large breasts than a high IQ, and one third say well, they hold need on. Be- hold on. Wait, what was the number? L- let's let's yes. verify. Okay, Lady M.
3: No, I would. I disagree.
4: You would rather be a higher IQ than have bigger boobs. Yes. Wait. Here's a question. Would you give up your boobs for a higher IQ? Yes. Oh.
3: Higher, like high, high, high. But she could pay yeah. to have him put
4: back on. We, I mean, we, you got, can't listen, pay we didn't say like so genius or anything. We could I, just said a higher IQ. I don't
3: need a higher IQ, but if <coughs> you could oh. get a
4: higher. <laughs> <IQ>. <laughs> I'm going to. Excuse comment said. because I don't want to get slapped again. I had to clear yeah. my throat. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, let's. So you yeah. wouldn't even like you wouldn't even like upgrade or for Breast, a upgrade the
3: Breasts her. aren't the end thing. Booty is.
4: I can't argue that yeah. too much. Really. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 an, I'm an ash man myself. <laughs> 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 uh, can I get a rim shot or something? <laughs> I I mean, come on.
5: <laughs> ash man. It's, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, almost 60% of believe men would be more interested in them if they had larger breasts. 43% say men would be more interested if they had a higher IQ. So two-thirds of, of the women surveyed said they believe appearance is more important than intelligence. In attracting a mate. What town is this again? This was in
4: England. Oh. This, yeah, a survey done this is in the UK. A wonderful mm-hmm. UK survey. Nice, what the world's coming to, isn't it? I know, it's fantastic. Nah, it's got
5: wonderful bits and pieces.
4: So that's what's in the news. Well, listen, for all you guys time. out there this weekend, I got four conversation topics that may help you to lead to get some a little bit of nookie, and I'm not talking about the Jersey Shore nookie here. It's fries, so let's cut to the chase. Here's four conversation topics they are most, and this is from uh, askmen.com. They are most likely to get you some action this weekend, okay? Number one, talk about something you're passionate about. Women find passionate men attractive. It could be your work, hobby, whatever. But if you're passionate about something, it means you got a heart. And your passion might transfer to the bedroom, too. So, number two, we discuss favorite foods. This is more about setting up a future date, and the more dates you have, the better chances you have of hooking up. Hmm. Once you find out her favorite food, plan a day at a restaurant featuring the things that she likes. Or if you're really adventurous, offer to cook for her. Number three, sex. Now, not in the gratuitous sense, but if you have a funny story that indirectly ties in with sex, it's a good way to test the waters. If she's feeling it, she'll push the issue. Otherwise, you got to back off this one. Mm. And number four, talk about something secretive. Tell her a secret about you. You know, the whole, I can't believe I'm telling you this type of thing. Just that simple line will make her feel a little closer to you, and if she feels a little closer to you, she'll be more willing to take her clothes off. So that should help all you guys out there, and don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to have to try those out. Coming up, we got- Everything else I've tried has failed, so yeah. maybe that'll yeah, help. you definitely could use those four this weekend. Coming up this week, uh, we, got- we got- Don't go anywhere. we got the Fray of You Ready to Talk Politics with Chris Bass. So this should be a good experience for you, uh, Matt. Are you into politics at all? Uh, not really. No,
6: but I'll, but I'll I'll hang out. I'll hang out for the. Conversation. You should get a kick out of this guy.
4: Oh yeah, uh, Chris uh, used to uh, run um, Tobacco World, which is a store we acquired. Ah. and uh, was a very popular vlogger. I mean, he had people all over the country. When we we, we bought his locations, all we kept getting calls is, "When's his next video? When's his next video?" So a uh, very staunch uh, Vlo- repo- vlogger. Yes, vlogger video, is the term. Video, video vlogger. vlogger. Yes, vlogger. Nice. Yes. Learn something new at Kiss My Ash Radio every day. Indeed. So don't go anywhere, for, don't go anywhere folks. We're get ready, going get ready to talk politics in a minute. And, of course, today we have a very special dummy dialer for everybody. You are listening to Kiss My Ash on CV Radio.
2: More than just the latest celebrity to get ready to shove a baby out of her uterus, Snooki is diversifying. And now, thanks to the girl who thought a missed period was a forgotten punctuation mark, parents of newborns across the country can feel a little bit closer to Jersey. Introducing Snooki's line of designer baby foods, Gerber Guido. In addition to providing your baby with the nutrition he or she needs, Snooki's Gerber Guido contains more than 10,000 times the daily recommended allowance of carrots. And that means your baby's skin will develop a deep, rich orange glow, just like Snooky. Look for Snooky's Gerber Guido baby food at your favorite grocer soon. And remember, these days at the Jersey Shore, GTL stands for Gerber Tan Lullaby.
4: Satisfying.
10: Enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion, either for oneself or together with friends. This is a genuine lifestyle. It is David Off's The Good Life. Uniting craftsmanship, dedication, and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the David Off brand. David Off. When only the best will do. Smoke In is a proud David Off appointed merchant. And proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed David Off white label cigars. For your nearest Smoke In location, visit
3: www.smokein.com. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series B, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars.
11: You may know Zycar is a world leader in quality cigar accessories, but the HC Series cigars are also second to none. The HC Series cigars, available in three different blends, capture the spirit of Havana, and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that vows of rich, hearty flavor and tasty smoke. Look for Zycar's new limited edition Salamone, available at Fine Tobacco Nist this fall. Smoking cigars are proud purveyors of all three blends of Zycar's HC Series cigars. Música e
1: Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations.
11: Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latino. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and cribby Connecticut. A hearty, rich box-pressed San Andreas-wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium-age tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez.
12: Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAssRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them 877 960 9960. Now here's Honest Abe.
13: Sure, that you're here for you anytime you need me. For real, girl, it's me in your world.
14: Believe me, nothing make a man feel better than a woman. Queen with a crown, that be down for whatever.
11: I'd rather be a really good one-term president
14: your wish is my command the first meeting between european and american worlds would bring two very different cultures into conflict people around the world hate
7: america greatest country in the world this is america no one should tell us
14: what we need to start doing this president needs to tell bp i'm your daddy
13: ladies and gentlemen there can
4: be no other way to say this now the gloves have to come off
14: it's a free country well we
4: both know that's not true Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Honest Abe here, along with Adam K, Lady M, and our special guest host, Room 101 founder, Matt Booth. What's up? What's up, Matt? You're, you're, you're heavily uh, twittering away over there. Are you shoutboxing? We're, we're trying to keep the shoutbox. Shout yeah,
6: I'm, I'm trying to get the, my shoutbox box. You're off. trying to
4: shoutbox with the <laughs> gang. All right, I'm folks. Trying to get
6: on the shoutbox.
4: <laughs> well, listen, it's that time. The man on a mission, the vlogger with a voice, and the politically, I don't give a crap, Chris Basso.
13: What's happening, guys?
4: Good morning, Chris.
13: Good morning, Abe. What's going on over there?
4: How's everything going?
13: Uh, everything's going all right with me. A lot right with me.
4: Lots been going on since we've uh, been on the show here the last couple weeks.
13: I know, I know. And you and I have had some, you know, private conversations where, you know when, when we met up about everything politically that's been happening. It's just. Uh, it's got me scared, man. I, I told you, we, I, I really want to get in and, and do a, uh, a YouTube video so we could start changing things around here. The sentiment, the mind mentality of people is what's really scaring me right now.
4: Why? Because you feel everybody's uh, basically resigned to the fact that uh, Obama's going to win another term?
13: I mean, is, uh, are people for real? Uh, it, why are we thinking this way? I, it, it, I don't understand the mentality of most Americans right now to just concede and give in like that. Uh, it, it, this is this is liberal media at its finest. To be honest with you, Abe, and it, it's it, it's 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 horrible because it makes American citizens who truly care about what goes on in this country believe that they don't have a chance or they don't have a say as to what can happen at this upcoming uh, 2012 election. It's just it's scary. It really, really is.
4: You know what, Chris? I really got to disagree with you there. I mean, you know me. You know me for a while now. I mean, I bleed conservative just as much as anybody else. And I, I don't think it's the media as much as it, it's a lack of anybody just being able to passionately and reach out to any of us from 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 the GOP side. I mean, we don't know who to like, and that's that's the problem I'm having. We, well, one minute I'm thinking, "Wait, man, geez. Centorum could be the the horse coming around the bend," you know, and breakthrough, and all of a sudden he makes whacked out comments about you know church and state and. Uh, Going to college I mean and, and Romney, you know, you know liking Romney is almost like kind of it's like a, it's like a greasy deal. you don't know it's, it's a good deal, but you just think it's going to come back and bite you in the butt, so I don't know I, I'm having problem with, with these guys. No one's really standing out saying, "Wow, this could be our next president
13: what what honestly should they be saying right now when you get a guy like Newt who uh, intelligently and articulately displays his frustration with Obama? publicly. We get a nice surge in the polls from him. He does great in the debates. The next day he's the front runner. And then it goes right back to the same old thing. I honestly believe with all the different candidates that we have right now, it's just coming down to uh, it running close amongst everybody because everybody can only campaign on the same thing. We're going to campaign on the fact that Obama's trying to turn this country into a nanny state. Everybody's saying the same thing they have, and it's, it's almost like the American citizens have just grown numb to hearing the same old thing come from each candidate's mouth. And that's really what we're facing. Nobody's saying anything new, anything energetic. But to be honest with you, you could take Obama's job from day one right up until today and just go over everything everybody already knows. The problem is, is like we've just been so beaten up on it that it's almost accepted. It's almost like saying we just don't have a chance. This guy's going to do what he wants, and the media's just going to support him and spin anything that comes out aggressively against what he's doing by the Republican Party. It's like we don't have a chance, and it's being drilled. It's creating a habit in everybody's mind over and over and over and every day that it's just acceptable and this is the way the world works. And it's really, really not. Our forefathers, have they did not design a Constitution to really to be mangled by a, by a president in, in which he's mangling it right now. He's taking our constitutional rights, and he's playing against it. You're taking church and state, and you're forcing health care down their throat, and you're forcing a church or a religious entity to be able to purchase contraceptive insurance for you know people that work within that organization. That's not right. That's not their religious belief. So he's, he's really spinning it so that it becomes an, an issue of church versus state versus he's taking the, ball, the eye completely off the ball that he's taking away what our constitutional rights are. And he's playing it perfectly, and the media is spinning in on it. And it's, it's just scary. And, and when I sit down with people, whether it's at our card game or whether it's over lunch, or you you just bring up conversation. I do it every day on the phone in my business. People are just, you know, I just think Obama, nobody's going to be able to stop him. He has too much money. He's raising too much money. Where's he raising the money from? He's raising the money from this very same people that he says he's campaigning against, Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Wall Street's donated one-third of this guy's money. But nobody looks at the fine print. Nobody sees this. Nobody wants to. I, I have a feeling that after Super Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, when, when really all the chips are out there on the field and we see who's going to be the front-runner candidate, you're going to see people get behind them. And let's not forget, let's not forget whether it's Romney, whether it's Santorum, or whether it's Newt Gingrich, who also has a very good shot, because a lot of the 29 states, or 39 states that are left, he's going to have a big say in. So we need to see also... Who's going to be the vice presidential candidate? That might ignite things. If we get Chris Christie to run on a card, that's true. With Rami,
4: that's actually true. That could be the only you know yeah. that
13: might be the term we're looking for. So I'm, I'm sitting back and being patient, but this guy's out of his mind.
4: Well, listen, you know, you mentioned something in there about the uh, female contraceptives and birth control. What's the scoop with that? I mean, are our tax dollars not paying for female birth control?
13: Well, our tax dollars do through plant Parenthood, but that doesn't seem to be enough for the liberals. The liberals, you know, I mean, you just had this girl, and I'm, I'm I, I, I had her name, and I'm looking for a piece of paper where where I had it written down. She just testified in front of Congress this week how she's a college girl and that she'd like three thousand dollars to go towards contraceptives because she's in college and she can't afford her college life. I mean, how ridiculous is that? What did our mothers and fathers do that went to college? How did they afford their social life? I got to worry about this girl having sex and have to pay $3,000 more towards it, go to Planned Parenthood. Contraceptives, condoms are free right now. You need more money donated towards that. This is the kind of stuff that we're up against, Abe. It It's crazy. Liberals, I've always said it, man. You and I, if you believe in guns, and I don't, I mean, I'm not going to tell you you can't own one. I just don't own one myself. Liberals, they don't want anybody to own a gun.
5: Yeah, Chris, I'm going to have to point something out here for you. I would rather use my tax dollars to pay for contraceptives than to pay for somebody else's child on welfare or just being out and about and just you know, an extra child that no one's going to take care of or you know Are you I, getting government funded contraceptives
4: lady M? Excuse me. Are you getting government funded contraceptives? No. no. <laughs> I also think it's a great idea. Everyone
5: should abide by my number one law, which is there is no such thing as too much birth control.
13: There you go. You go but you want to know something. The reality is it's just there. Wow. It is available. Planned Parenthood yes. is, is is a completely subsidized program by the government where you can get free condoms from it but now we got to get into the intricacies of the of the contraceptive now they want the ones that, that the plugs in and, 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 and all the different things it's like not enough that you you have to be a responsible human being and figure out how you're going to protect yourself if you're going to have a socialized sex uh a social sex but it's not enough now we have to worry about which way it makes it better for you it, it, it's never going to end
4: you know rush rush came out and said something about this did you know what he said this week about this
13: Rush, uh, he's got. He had a lot to
4: say this week. But huh, go ahead. I got a clip. Hang on, see that clip from Rush. What does it
13: say about the college co-ed, Susan Fluke? That's it, Susan. Who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex? What does that make her? <laughs> it makes her a slut, right? It makes her a prostitute. She wants to be paid to have sex. Uh, She's having so much sex, she can't afford the contraception. She wants you and me and the taxpayers to pay her to have sex. What does that make us? We're the pimps.
4: Oh Georgico. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I, I <laughs> rubbed you the base. Cigar ah. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, I mean, that was his response to that. I think he went on further to say that, that uh, his solution is if his tax dollars are paying for it, That she should record her sessions and put it on the internet. (laughs) I mean,
13: but this is the spectacle this girl's making of herself. How do you have the audacity to get on national television and ask somebody to pay for you to have social sex? How do they let her in to
4: even ask?
13: Because this is how out of control things are, man. But what is it doing, Abe? What is it doing? It's taking the eyes off the ball, man. It's not showing, the, it's not showing uh, American citizens that Obama, through, uh, through his Obamacare, is going to cut Medicare in half by $500 billion. It's not showing that our military, our defense budget, is being cut by $600 billion. It doesn't show any of these things, because we're worried about this girl being up there saying that she needs $3,000 so she can have sex while she's in college. It's ridiculous. And this is, what I'm, this is what scares me about American people. And you're going to sit back and say, oh, we got no chance. I'm just not going to vote this guy out. No, I want everybody to vote. If you're not going to vote, just go vote for anybody who's running against Obama. I need your help, because I do care. And that's, I mean, I want to do a video that explains this. I did this video five years ago, man. You know, and we called it. You took the guy literally working in a mailroom and you made him the most powerful person in the corporation, in the company. Became CEO. Look at the results we got for that. I, and, and and we're still we're still going to just be mesmerized by him getting up there and do, with the same old rhetoric and all his same speeches. I, I'm just sick of it. I can't wait until after this Tuesday. Let's get ourselves a front runner and let's really build something tough that's going to go against this guy. And I want to crush him. I really do. I want hey, this guy crushed.
4: Hey, I tell you what, I can't remember any president in my time who's aged so much in four, four years.
13: Doesn't this guy look horrible,
4: man? Oh, yeah, 110%. I, I mean, mean, really? I've never seen any president in less than four years who looks like he's aged as much as uh, Obama has.
13: It, it's, it's insane, man. It, it really is insane. You know, we're not even talking about Andrew Bipart this this week and how he died. I mean, this is a guy who advocated at the top of his lungs. Against Obama, he took on the liberal media. I mean, did you, did you see what the the uh, the, the writer in, uh, uh, the, in the journalist in the um, Rolling Rolling Stone magazine wrote about this guy? No. Said I mean, literally said that the greatest thing about uh, he's dead. We should be happy. Who in their right mind? What journalist would put something like that on paper against really somebody? I'm am sorry. Did they really say that? I swear to you, babe. It was all over the news last night. Oh. I mean, if you Google in front of you there, we'll get the journalists' names. I mean, this is how insane liberal media has become now. If you take a conservative that said something like that publicly about any liberal, you would never hear the end of it. The guy would have to resign from radio, resign from television. I mean, his his entire 40, 50-year career would be summed up in that one episode of what he had to say. That's how powerful this liberal media is. And if we don't do something about it, Abe, as Americans, right now, while we have the chance come this this November, that's it. We're done. That's what, when Santorum or when Romney says this is the most important campaign that we've ever seen in our lifetime, this is how far out of control things are going. We are going to become a a, a socialist country if if things keep spreading the way it is. I'm just. Well,
4: we I'm already we already feel. I already feel at times we are a socialist country. It's sad, but it's true. Well, Chris, thanks again for uh, joining us uh, this Saturday morning and uh, getting in the fray with us in politics. And uh, you have a great weekend, brother. Got anything planned special?
13: Nothing special, pal. It's going to be a me weekend. I'm going to get my nails done, pedicure, manicure, massage. I'm a relaxed
4: brother. I like that. I like that, <laughs> that, pal. Have a great one. We'll see you Tuesday. You too, guys. Get out of Hey folks, don't don't go anywhere. We got a great Meet Your Maker segment with Matt Booth, who's been quietly waiting for his turn over here. And of course, your favorite dummy dialer back after the break.
2: Fresh from being awarded the best picture Oscar, the artist, has fans around the globe wanting more. And now the story continues. Coming soon to a theater near you, it's the Fartist, starring renowned French actor Paul Maffinger. The Fartist tells the story of a man trying to get his career and his digestion under control. And now, a sneak preview of a scene from The Fartist. Pardon. Roger Ebert calls it jaw-dropping. And Rex Reed says, I smell a hit. The Fartist. A silent but deadly film.
9: Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash?
8: I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, that's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash.
9: How can I get a terrific ash like yours?
8: Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 reserve. A
9: long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 Reserves, we can compare ashes.
8: My ash is bigger.
9: Yeah, but my ash is prettier.
8: Now who's showing off? H. Upman
9: 1844 Reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar
4: smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoking shelves, but undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other, True Estates Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars.
10: at all smoke-in locations.
7: Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Reports' Best of the Best, it's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself while La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth rate.
8: In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My father's cigars and one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and my father's cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And my father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today.
12: In today's market, value is king, and there is no greater value in premium cigars then Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nestor Plasencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna great. Grape.
4: Honest, Dave here, and I got to tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon. Welcome back to Kiss
12: My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Log on to kissmyashradio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe.
10: i
7: <laughs> Golly, it's time for a
12: dummy dollar.
4: Hello, we're to in I'm glad blue. you. Y'all have dug out. Hello, this is Boris. Paramedical
12: incense. Paramedical
4: what? Yeah, hello, this is Charlie. How can I help you? Yeah, do y'all sell the herbal incense? Hello, Rizzy Sidewinder wine, you talking. How can I help you? Do y'all sell
13: K2 um, open? I've never tried this before, but I'd love to try I'm it. I'm
4: telling you, this, the suppositories work great. You don't got a problem <laughs> with sticking stuff up your butt, do you? Oh, y'all located at in America? Bobby Cow, brown white cow, he's always there. Cow died! <laughs> nice. the, the cow died? Good <laughs> damn at
14: tower next to river.
15: Oh, that's what I do for living—paint water hey, listen, I'm not a
14: dog. Oh. 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 Oh.
15: oh, You
4: come to store oh. no. Bye bye. <laughs> I love that intro. It's everybody's favorite clip. It's a dummy dialer time, and uh, everything you yes. heard there, Matt, was all real phone calls. Yeah. Right, right. Those are all real phone calls to the store clips from. So, uh, this dummy dialer, obviously one of our favorite characters, everybody loves. Uh, Boris right. is at it again. And uh, we like to call this one Been Up for Weeks. So <laughs> let, nice. let's hear this one. Yeah, so
15: good. Hello, this is Boris. Yeah, y'all can pass salt. We have, but only one kind. Which kind are you looking for? Hello. What kind you got? Only kind we have in stock is called Chernobyl Bad Salt. It's very oh. good, imported. Imported? Yes, twenty-four ninety-five for four grams. Four grams? Yes. But it's very special. It's expensive, but special. That's cheap, four grams. Cheap? No, I'm just saying. Uh, that's the kind. what kind? That ain't. This is special kind you see on TV. This is kind you smoke and glow in dark. You smoke? You smoke and turn off lights. You glow in dark. You glow in the dark? Yes. But you have to be careful. If you glow for more than two days, you must call doctor. I don't want no sh- going to make me glow home, boy. It's very safe. It says on package, safety guarantee. It say on package, not for human consumption? It says not for human consumption, but not important. It says, safety all right, all right. guarantee. Right, well, oh, how I get to where it's at? We're in center of town, next to Water Tower. You in South Carolina. In Where? South Carolina. Yes, close to the border. Close to the border. Yes, with North Carolina.
1: Right,
15: right. I'm in North Carolina. I'm right close to the border. I'm like five minutes from the border, babe. Oh, we also five minutes from the border. Right. Okay. So, uh, what's the address? One. Hold on. Hold on. Let me write this down, big dog. Twenty-four for four grams. Four grams. Twenty-four ninety-five. Hey, man. I know you. I mean, I know you ain't. You probably don't do this, but this is the kind of people be uh getting up on, right? Yes, you stay awake for four days. Yeah, <laughs> I've been up for two weeks. God, what you talking about? <laughs> Hold on, two me... weeks. How you stay awake for two weeks? Cause I'm immune to it, man. I've been doing this a month and month and month. <laughs> Hold on, South Carolina, yeah. What's your address now? One, 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 four Main <laughs> Street. One 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 four Main Street. Yes. Okay, and that's in. Is it in York? In South Carolina. That's the best. What town? York? No. What road? What road? Los Two Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, not Main Street? Yes, in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, South Carolina? Yes. Okay. Uh, thank, you. thank you. Okay.
4: Okay. <laughs> That was a little choppy, but it was still hilarious. That was funny. Everybody will believe whatever we tell them. Meet your maker. That's funny. Well, now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Meet your maker. This morning, our very special guest and uh, co-host this morning, Child from the City of Angels... Uh, lifelong jarhead and uh, fashion king, Room One Hundred and One founder Matt Booth. What's up, player? What's going on, buddy? Man, I'm feeling good. I want to thank you once again for joining us uh, on your busy time and coming in uh, this Saturday morning. I'd uh, be on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hope the experience has been uh, somewhat uh, positive for you.
6: It's fantastic, man. Thank
4: you. <laughs> well, before we get started, I uh, got a surprise caller. I uh, wanted to call in and say hello. Uh, who, uh, could yeah, who could it be? Who uh, could it is be? This, is this Mr. Jonathan Drew?
14: Am I on the line here or what? You are,
4: <laughs> yeah, you are live on Kiss My Ash Radio. Oh. Good morning, brother.
14: Good morning to you guys. Matt, you there?
4: Jay Drew.
14: Oh, man, you're with the big homie, dude. I'm jealous. I want to be. Man.
7: Well, you should be you here, man. You don't know
14: man. what's going on. I've been calling up all these Kiss My Ash Radio shows
6: uh-huh, uh-huh. and
14: saying, hey, put me on the air. They keep hanging up. They think I'm some kind of homeless dude <laughs> trying to get a free <laughs> right. yeah. cherry blunt or something. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll well, start calling with you. We can conference. They call actually it. typed out your name in full this week, Jonathan Drew, so we knew who it was.
14: Yeah, I heard Big Dog Matt was on. I wanted to say hello and, and uh are you in also for uh, other uh, gatherings going on around the local area, buddies, or what?
6: Well curious you should ask J. Drew, but we did have a phenomenal gathering last night at Big Delicious' store in the pizzle. Mm-hmm.
14: Well, pizzle. pizzles like J D in the
6: Pizzle.
14: Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that's nice. That's nice. Well, I'm thinking of, uh, I'm not going to stay on too long. I just wanted to say hello. I love the, the radio show. Let me tell you, A, Thank you, John. You know who your biggest fan is in the whole world? You. No, Marvin <laughs> Samuel
4: <laughs> <laughs> You
14: have, like, this guy's been the biggest fan of um, of Howard Stern for all these years. And, and uh, Marvin actually buys serious stock whenever he, he gets excited whenever they talk about Howard Stern. So about two weeks ago or well, three weeks ago, he says, you have to buy Sirius right now. You have to. Howard's come back out maybe a month ago. And I said, I bought a couple thousand shit options or whatever. But you're like, he, he thinks that like you're the new Howard Stern. Yeah. And I said, you know, the more I listen to the show, the guy's right. The shit is funny. Dude. I mean, <laughs> it really is. So anyway, I just wanted to call in and say hello yeah. to you guys.
4: Anytime, brother. Anytime. Thank you for calling, John. It's always a pleasure hey, talking to you, brother.
14: Yeah, one last thing. I'm trying to work out with uh, with Emily now for for uh, for that other date that mm-hmm. we're looking. I'm trying to see if I could push up my uh, push up my um, trip to Nicaragua on that date to the evening, so so I could be part of the show because I did enjoy it a lot. And uh, not today. You guys have a fun time today, and uh, take care of Matt over there. Where's my jewelry,
6: dog? <laughs> you send me the artwork, man. Are we are we going to keep dancing this dance, man? Just send me. I, I emailed you for the artwork. you got to send it to me. Yeah, no, i got to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a job. Well, well, I am not surprised by that <laughs> comment at all. <laughs> 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 have, have somebody <laughs> send it. Just tell Enjoy somebody else to
14: send show. it. Enjoy all right, John. Have a great time and, and uh, keep up the great work. Give our regards to
4: everybody care. at DE over there, brother. You
14: got it. You got it. Take care, guys. <laughs> Take care. Mad
4: man. respect, we'll man. See you Friday, buddy. Take care, brother. Holy cow, it was a pleasure talking to J.D. So, Matt, are, are, are we ready? I, I am. I'm so ready, man. All right, good. <laughs> for all our listeners out there who may be unfamiliar, because I'll be honest with you, when, uh, you know, God rest his soul, my mentor, Sal Fontana, mm. first came to me and told me about the Room 101 project, I really hadn't heard of Room 101 at the time. So, for any of our listeners who still may be unfamiliar, can you give us a little background on Room 101?
6: Well, uh, I fell in love with the jewelry craft uh, around 2000 when I got out of the Marine Corps, and I started my brand in 2003. Uh, obviously, the, the designs I was making at the time don't look uh, didn't look anything like what I'm making today. Uh, it was a progression just like uh, making cigars or, I guess, making anything else. But uh, it's always been my goal to build a lifestyle collection, and that's where uh, – when the time was right, that's why we expanded with a cigar. So we offer many things, but the cornerstone of my collection is custom jewelry of a very premium and fancy nature. Matt, do you have
4: uh, retail shops or do you sell directly? Uh... Uh, we,
6: I, sell, uh, I, I do a good deal of my business selling direct to uh, collectors and people that seek us out. But at the same time, uh, I do sell to retailers both uh, fashion accessory and fine jewelry. And and now uh, some, some tobacconists. Yeah, that's I love my...
4: your stuff. I know we... Keep talking about making a few things for me. In the day. You know, I'm like, John, oh, we're going to get to it. but i got um, to get your, uh, yeah, my, your uh, sizes. My, my, sau- like, my sausage a- finger sizes. Did you a- design this? You're going to have to get the
3: extra
6: uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's something we do, too.
3: This iPhone yeah. cover. I mean, it's yeah. more than
4: just jewelry. I mean, you make Zippo lighter cases, which I own right. one of yours. I love them. You, mm-hmm. you're, you're looking at your unique. Take, take a picture of his iPhone cover so we can put it on the Facebook On the KMA Facebook, I mean, you you got iPhone covers. What what else? I mean, because that's not Uh, no one thinks that's jewelry, but that's definitely a lifestyle. Right? Oh yeah, man. What what other cool stuff does Room One Hundred and One?
6: Well, I mean, if if it exists, I can embellish it.
4: Uh, (laughs) I like that. You know, I'm an embellisher. You can make it better,
6: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about making it better. I can just put more stuff on it. (laughs) It's all it's all uh, personal preference. But I mean, we do one of the things that I really love that we do. are our tailor made bags. We do each one in, a, uh, like in the bespoke fashion. We tailor make them uh, for, for our customers. Uh, and uh, it's something that we don't make a tremendous amount of in contrast to our other classes of goods, but it's something that I'm very passionate about. Kind of doing it, we do everything kind of the old school way. Cool. So, uh, you know, we've done guitars and custom knives. And I mean, you could, you could uh, really? name it, we've probably done so basically it. So, if someone to do it. thinks
4: it's something they want custom, they can probably approach you on it. Of course. Yeah. Pretty cool. That is cool. Pretty cool. Well, um, where did the uh, inspiration come from to get into jewelry? Uh,
6: you know, when I first got out of the Corps, I, I actually had a couple jobs, and one of them uh, I worked at a club called The Whiskey on Sunset. I did sound and lighting for the, the shows, and uh, I, I saw this steady stream of musicians coming through, um, <clears throat> and all of them had a specific style, uh, and, and one of the things that a lot of the guys in L.A. wear these big silver bracelets. You know, you would... In perfect man you, <laughs> you know what i mean so uh, you do know
4: excuse me f- d- 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 do me a favor get a picture of his rings adam so we can get it on facebook so that, you know, they can see some of this beautiful stuff just get it over to izzy he'll post it so sorry matt Go oh
6: ahead. it's all good uh, uh what was i saying oh no so i mean I, I
4: you're became, working at the club
6: yeah yeah and i became more more intrigued with that stuff uh, than what i was doing you know i was learning i was learning from a very good friend of mine leonard Contreras, he went on to do Sound for a lot of big acts. He was Slayer's road guy, had a front of house for years. And, and uh, that's what I thought I was going to do, um, aside from playing and all that, and, uh, because you actually have to make a living. So, unfortunately i know.
4: i haven't found a way around that myself ah
6: but then you know i became I, I just basically became obsessed man and got introduced to other uh designers through those through some of the musicians that i met
4: how'd you come up with the name room 101
6: man i'm a huge fan of uh, george orwell yeah i think okay. 1984 is coming okay. and i'm a big uh fan of the underdogs so that's kind of uh my reference cool yeah my tribute
4: now when did you first get into cigars uh, well, you know, the first
6: person to introduce me to tobacco, not cigars, was my grandfather. Uh, he used to smoke a pipe in the garage wow. in, in his house in Gardena. And, I mean, the uh, long after he was gone, uh, the, the wood and such in the garage would still smell of uh, – I feel like this is like a, like a Mariah Carey video. Just yeah,
5: right stay right <laughs> there.
6: Everybody's telling me they're having trouble
5: hearing oh, you. So stay oh, like. sorry. Yeah, sorry, right everyone. In there. My wife That'll just texted me told me to tell you that, too. Okay. <laughs> I got, sorry. I got like five people for everybody <laughs> telling me I got it. Don't worry. I'm working on it. We hope we got it corrected. We've
4: got you. We've got, if you, got you. So you so, still hear him, let me know. Okay. So, uh, oh, hold on. What was the question? Uh, was we, was Mariah Carey. Yeah, we were talking about how you got into fine cigars, and you were saying how your grandfather, I think, was smoking. Yeah, yeah. Pipe smoke,
6: smoke pipes. Uh, I still have some of the canisters from uh, his garage, uh, at at my uh, actually at my mom's house. Uh, the the velvet and such he had, I believe. Um, red canister had a picture of a pipe on it. Anyways, um, the person that introduced me to cigars was my uncle Leroy, and he. Uh, I just I, I actually it's very funny now that I can actually send and that was. I was uh, high school age, you know. I didn't, I didn't really start smoking. Smoking, I would smoke occasionally to enjoy. I mean, when it became a proponent of my business, that's when I became a daily smoker instead, really? of, like a, instead of like a monthly, weekly kind of thing. Really.
4: Know? yeah well wow yeah. Well, listen everybody we have Matt Booth here from room 101 we're going to get more uh, in depth uh, talking with Matt uh, also don't go nowhere after the break we got also uh, a chance to win $50 from our weekly Monte Cristo uh, trivia and we got the bloggers corner so uh, stay tuned don't go anywhere you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio how
1: clear is the new screen on the iPad 3 the fine folks at Apple say when you're watching porn you can actually see the emotional scars you can easily make out the fact that, yes, she has four kids. And no, she's not earning her way through nursing school. That's clarity. That's the new iPad 3 from Apple.
12: Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hour 2, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them 877-960-9960.
14: Now here's
15: Honest
4: Abe. Welcome back, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. You're listening to hour two of Kiss My Ash, episode number 35. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with the king. Adam K, the lovely ADM, an honorary host today and special guest and host of our Meet Your Makers segment, Matt Booth. Matt, once again, thanks for joining us. My man. How's it been going so far? Fantastic. You know, you were released least on the show and most of our listeners we didn't catch a little dump in there. For the second time we have ever had to dump somebody for swearing on the air. My apologies. The first was Pete Johnson. It wasn't. It wasn't my
6: fault though. <laughs> no, no, it <laughs> wasn't my
4: fault. But you were present. That's correct. The first was Pete Johnson. The second was Jonathan Drew. Nice. And I'm very proud Perfect. of myself. I'm very proud of myself. It was on top of that. I had an instinctive reaction. That was quick, right? Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of myself. You know, it comes from having to yell at me all the time. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Well, let's get back to Matt Booth. We ended up talking about you starting in, how you got into fine cigars and now you started smoking mm-hmm. more. Basically, when you got behind the brand. Now, do, do you? Put room one, is there anything else that Room 101 is on, like cigars or, you know, that, that you've expanded outside the jewelry line? Uh, the you know, we,
6: w- well, we have a, a a tailor-made department that does tailor-made handbags, uh, oh. ja- like leather jackets, um, wallets and such, pa- oh. uh, passport covers, things like that. Um, uh, we, d- we did a custom knife collaboration with a knife maker in Pennsylvania named Gene Bocconi. Um, what else have we done? We did a golf bag at one point.
4: Are the, we okay? The Ficky Mickey, yeah, I like wow. that. It- gotta love when you get <laughs> nice. <the ear> feed.
6: <laughs> nice bet. Yeah, so I mean, pretty much anything, and I, uh, you know, uh, I, I want to do. Uh, I'm interested to to move into other things as well. Cool.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, when was it? You decided to do the Room 101 project with Camacho. How did that hookup happen with you and Christian?
6: Well, you know, I mean, cigars were one thing that I wanted to add to my collection. It was always a a fine cigar, a bourbon, and a fragrance were the three things that I couldn't make myself in our own facility that that I wanted to add to communicate the, the lifestyle element to our collection. I actually started meeting guys uh, from the cigar business. It was almost like the energy of the universe was drawing me to this a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. I met You know a, what?
4: That's the way it really works. It, it oh, is. for real? I mean, I'm telling you, it really is a very uh, engulping uh, mm-hmm. uh, aura, I guess is the word, energy. It is,
6: man. It is. I met The first cat I met was uh, Andre Farkas from Viaje. He was actually the best man at a, a very good friend of mine's wedding, Um then John Huber actually hit us up to, to buy some of our product, to buy some some jewelry product for himself, because he's a a silver maniac himself, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And uh and the third uh was Christian uh through Dylan, Dylan Austin, yes. the, the the marketing uh madman yes, at, he at is. the Davidoff Camacho
4: camp. Yes. yes. he is. He's a beautiful man. So that's how I that grew about. And you know what? We're gonna have to get you get Lady M, we're gonna have to get a little piece of room one oh one jewelry on Lady M. Yes, mm-hmm.
3: I would love that. Mm-hmm.
4: Yep, we'll right, make that happen. That's mm-hmm. right yes. We're going to make that happen. All right. So now, what do you think about the cigar industry now compared to the fine jewelry industry? I love it, man. You know, it's it's funny. Um, it's almost my like my,
6: my little uh, secret. Like I don't want to let people know how much fun, <laughs> how much I love this because I want, you know, I don't want it to get uh, over overrun, overpopulated, I guess. Uh, far more comfortable. Uh, it, it feels like home for me, you know. Uh I remember I was, driving, I was driving in L.A., man, and I was actually overtaken. You know, I think a lot while I'm driving, planning, thinking about everything I got to do. And I was uh, overtaken by the thought that, you know, well, the cigar business is a business and people get in business and out of business and so on and so forth. And I thought, oh, my God, what would you do if you weren't in the cigar business? Like I was terrified for like a, a second. Like, wow. you know, and then I thought, man, what a relief. I don't have, ever have to worry about that. It's you know? gone that deep, huh? Oh, I, I never you know what man at, at the beginning I thought it was a, a very shrewd business decision to add this to my my brand and whatnot and uh, I'm and uh, I never knew how deeply in love I was gonna fall with with uh, tobacco
4: and very the people cool. in the business very cool mm-hmm. so let me ask something do you um, do you have input in the blending process do you actually work with that or do they just like pick from sample blends that they create for you or well, you how, know, how deep do you go into the blending uh,
6: you know what, man actually I'm, I'm actually very proud uh, you know like the Namakubi. Uh, was basically myself and, and Dylan. You know, no more, no more uh, input from, uh, you know, from higher. You know, it's it's been a learning process for me. You know, it's uh, it is a lot like cooking. You're adding different ingredients that will interact with each other and create a different taste. Uh, you know, in the beginning, I had a lot of help from Christian, but it, but I was always in the tasting and blending process. You know, it's just now I'm far more uh, capable. I would say at doing it on my own. So that's what I do. Neat stuff, huh?
4: Absolutely. You know. Um you talk about Nabakubi, your last two releases, Nabakubi mm-hmm. and your most recent release, One Shot, One Kill. Yes have been received very well compared to the earlier releases. Mm-hmm. Especially One Shot One Kill. I mean we Flew through everything we've got, and we were plenty, and we're, we're just back-ordered and dying for some more. I'm pumped. What do you attribute the, the greater success in the last two? Because Namakubi, I remember when you first gave me one at the, the trade show mm-hmm. two years ago, mm-hmm. me and my general operations manager, Michael, loved it. said, this is great. We're going to bring this in. Nice. And um, both those lines have done so much more well successfully than the previous ones. What do you, what do you attribute that to?
6: I think there's a couple factors, you know, it's uh, you know we're, we with Namakubi we were then it was at that moment that we were really cooking with gas, you know what I mean? It was uh, uh and not to reference the aforementioned uh, gentleman that was also using gas. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, but uh, but you know the Namakubi was the first thing that was uh you know truly 100% me from exterior appearance to the blend, you know. Namakubi. Uh,
4: and uh, you know my guys say that every time they walk by your product Namakubi, they shout Nama-kubi! it out loud. Namakubi, they, they nice. do that all day long. They drive. Every time somebody brings it up, doesn't matter where it is, Namakubi. They give me at the register. The poor customer's sitting there. They go Namakubi. So tight,
6: <laughs> so tight. Yeah, uh, John Huber does that too. Sometimes he'll just text me, and, like shout at me Namakubi. Nama-kubi!
5: Me, cat, all caps. Uh, I really feel like I need to be carrying a samurai sword when I say it, it though. It's fun it's like, to
6: say. Wah. You got to get. You got to get on this, man. Swords for your people. <laughs> That's the worst idea ever. Just what we need
5: that is the last thing we need. So, um.
6: and and you know, it was, it was also time time and grade time in the business, uh, meeting people, actually having them know me uh, individually, than just uh, you know like a, you know what people knew of me was that I was some some weirdo that was working with Camacho, and the you know they saw pictures in magazines but didn't know me personally, and it's a very personal business. And uh you know, uh and personal relationship business. So I think it was all these elements it was kinda like uh similar to the Appetite for Destruction album, which was the perfect storm for Guns N' Roses, the Namakubi was my perfect storm. Well, well, it, it, it all gelled together at that yeah, point. Man.
4: Yeah.
3: You can make a room one oh one sword.
4: You have to you have to talk into right. I will like uh, Lady M is having technical difficulties. We my got, mic's not working. We got a bad mic in the studio. It's okay, you can sit on my lap. Oh. oh yeah, toot <laughs> toot, <Tew-tew. laughs> and then and then uh, what happened with one shot one kill? It, it went from like you know, uh, you know here we got this new line of scars from one one. People tried them um, and they went to them and some people came back mm-hmm. and they did all right. You know then he had the limited then he had the Namakubi, which had a nice little stir. Everybody was looking for him, and people really enjoyed. It. You know, this one shot, one kills. Like, yeah, yeah man. man. it was like the grand slam in the World Series.
6: You know that. Well, you know, tobacco is a passion uh, project, man. And there's a lot of passion, a lot of meaning in that cigar. It's a, a tribute, a signature cigar, really, for a very dear
4: friend of mine, my photographer. So there's a lot of. Yes, uh, I'm asking about that. Can you explain? Uh, the name "One Shot, One Kill." Oh yeah,
6: well, "One Shot, One Kill" has multiple meanings, as many things do in uh, in our brand. You know, "One Shot" for me, uh, being uh, having a Marine Corps Infantry background, "One Shot, One Kill" was a uh, uh, sniper's uh, saying, very famous sniper's saying. And "One Shot, One Kill." Later, when I met, I was I was seeking out someone that could help me properly represent uh, my message through imagery, and also do product imagery and, and and many things. And and uh, I met Edgar Hoyle who's a very good friend of mine now, and uh, we worked together since, uh, you know, since day one I knew he was the dude, and uh, his nickname was One Shot, One Kill, and I even when I met him I thought that was very intriguing because he applied the sniper mentality to his craft, you know. Uh-huh. And he's done everything. I mean, he shot the covers for Lowrider Magazine for like the last eight years, and, I mean, he's done a, he's very accomplished, world-traveled
4: because of his work. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, that's where you got the name from. Yeah. All right, well, now that we've... Uh and discuss is there anything new on the rise, you could tell our listeners about that? Uh, I mean, I know we just came out one shot, one kill just recently. But right? Anything uh, new you could give us a peek about it? Or man, too, too early.
6: Well, no, no, no. I've been working on a couple things, of course, uh, to to stay along the lines of our delicious limited series, which I feel is really <laughs> popping for us. You know, actually, we need to make the big delicious, man. We could do this, man. Ooh. We <laughs> could do this. Are we, are we gonna go seven <laughs> by sixty or something. Whatever, you, whatever the man wants. He's All the right. boss. You know.
4: <laughs> But, uh, you know, we have a micro blend series. We should get together and talk. We, we do really, micro, yeah, with a bunch of manufacturers. We're on our fourth. We had our first, it was done by Pete Johnson. Limited runs, one shot right. deal. Anywhere from, uh, the smallest run was about 600 boxes to 1500 boxes. But, nice. um, yeah, we should do a big delicious We should, bro. All right, we're gonna work it's on it. We're gonna work it's on it. We're gonna work on that. Okay. So that's
6: what I'm working on next. Uh, <laughs> it's the delicious. delicious uh, <laughs> and and actually, uh, no, actually, we're working on a couple new, really cool series, limited and and mainstay. So it's it, there's going to be a lot. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot coming from me the next next couple of years and, and this year as I, well. Armageddon tour over. I don't know if it's ever going to be over, man. No. I, I think I'm going to be over before it's over, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. But your, right. your place was the official last stop. It day. was the
4: last stop. Yeah. Way to Supposedly. End it. Nicely done. Thank you. Uh, all right, now some personal questions. Let's you know, do it. You know, We talked about the cigars, the brand, Room One Hundred One. Boxers, not briefs. We want to. Yep. We want to find out about uh, <laughs> the, the the man, Matt Booth.
5: Well, I don't know. Well, I think we got a really good question here.
4: Banana hammocks. Joe,
5: <coughs> Joe, one of our favorite regulars there. Uh, Matt, Joe. Yeah, wants to know about uh, your affiliation with the Wounded Warrior Project, and the, you got the symbol on your site. And I heard we actually might have crashed your site earlier. Oh, nice! From everybody going there. Well, KMA.
6: Uh, you know, when I started this, uh, I wanted to bring attention to that cause, uh, and I felt that actually the Wounded Warrior Project is probably um, the, project. The, the most well-known yeah. of those charities, although there are many. Uh, in the beginning, I actually really wanted to to work with uh, an, an outfit called the Wounded Warrior Regiment because it was to, uh, founded by a gentleman that was my uh, CO in my, in my wow. company, uh, Captain Maxwell. I believe he's Lieutenant Colonel Maxwell now. And he started that. I believe in Camp the first barracks was in Camp Pendleton. It was just difficult to get things going. Uh, so I sought out Wounded Warrior Project. Um, uh, since since we started with them, basically what I wanted to do was I knew that we were going to be launching this project with a tremendous platform. You know, full page ads it, from Esquire to Cigar Aficionado, and I wanted to be able to. Even if it was just to, you know, uh, get their permission to place their logo in the ads, just to bring attention to it, uh, you know, and especially me with my, my uh, military background, that's that's what I wanted to do. So anything I could do to bring attention to their
4: it's a great their, program. Their We've cause. done a lot of work with the Wounded Warrior uh, mm-hmm. program at Smoke Inn, so definitely a great cause. Um, okay, now back to Matt Boot, the man. Yes, sir. Single, married. Uh, married. Oh wow! Yeah. Didn't even know that. Children? Yeah. Uh, no, chihuahua. Chihuahua.
6: Yeah, am I and,
9: the, and the
3: name of the Chihuahua?
6: Uh, Sadie. Really? You, you will see
4: her in all my my ads, uh, <laughs> all right? T-shirts and I, such. Sadie's a Chihuahua. I had a Chihuahua. My, my first dog ever was a Chihuahua. Hey, her, her, chihuahua. My first dog ever in college was a Chihuahua. Hey, Har- chihuahua. Har- Harley, <laughs> Harley- <laughs> Davidson. That was her name. Nice. Definitely. Um, favorite hangout.
6: Well, besides American Airlines, um, <laughs> Admiral's Lounge, I hope. Yeah, well, yeah, you know that if I, if I'm not running late to my flight as usual, um, I like la- you know when I'm in LA and if I actually have time to hang out, uh, I go to either uh, two cigar shops that I hang out at. One is called V Cut, the other one's called the Cigar Lounge uh, in in Los Angeles. Um, I, I, dude I'm, I'm kind of a cheese ball I like the rainbow man on sunset like I can't get enough of that place like it's just it's just what i what I do
4: it's how I do my thing there's no wrong answer here thank you um uh, favorite vacation spot man where do the boo- that, that, where, where do I, the wa- booths like to go where, where
6: do i want where do I want to go or where did what's your favorite place to go you know what I like Hawaii I know that's not so original, but I like Hawaii because uh, you have you have the uh, fantastic tropical element, but you also have the island lifestyle. No,
4: I heard it's fantastic. I I haven't been there yet. We we talked about it. We almost Mm -hmm. did it for our honeymoon when I got married. We ended up Mm -hmm. going to Europe Mm because a friend was getting married in Holland. But haven't been there yet. My folks have been there a couple times. They love it, man. They say it's great. So good spot. I can see Hawaii. Favorite restaurant, Mm -hmm. man. How are these so
5: difficult? It's not difficult. Where do you eat the most? Come on. This should be easy, right?
6: I do like Italian.
4: Where's I like, it, I like where Italian. Where do you eat Italian the
6: most? If I can find like a small little hole in the wall with like a, a very like old and, and are leaving, debilitated sign. Where do you leave in town?
4: Uh, tomorrow. Too bad. When's the next time you're back in town? Soon. All right. You call me. Listen, okay. Every Tuesday, me okay. and the gang, we meet this little hole in the wall. In yes. Papino. I don't, yes. I don't know if there's anybody's of it. It's called Philomena's. Okay, six seventy-five year old lady runs a joint. That's my kind of. Basically, spot. yell. I mean, sh- yells at you if you're out in the cell phone. Food's getting hot. It's got like ten tables in it. That's it. Right. Great food. Okay. But where do you, where's your favorite restaurant?
6: You know, man, I dig. Uh, I have. I have a lot of friends that work at Nobu. And oh. I, uh, so like I, I mean, if it's a named restaurant, then I, I like. I like that style. It could be any restaurant. It could be you know around the corner. It doesn't matter. They're. they're there's a Japanese spot around the corner from my house that I dig. All right, cool. Yep. Last concert you saw? Who did I see last, man? Oh, Steel Panther, man.
4: Steel Panther? Steel Panther. I love the way he says it. Steel Panther, man. <laughs> Steel Panther. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. I, I can't say I'm familiar with Steel Panther. Emily, you know Steel Panther? Um, Duh. They they rule. Is that yeah? yeah it's an don't lie, don't, don't lie. You're not a lying. bad liar. I'm not lying. I saw them. Hold on, like, the... tell me one song by no, Steel I'm panther said I said it. I said I was kidding. I don't okay. know. Steel Panther. Steel Panther. You know was the last concert you saw.
6: Yeah, I saw them in Vegas when we went out for. Uh, it was Big Smoke,
4: and they play every Monday night in Vegas. Really? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, last question we ask everybody who comes on the show. Do it. If you could do anything for a career other than what you currently do, which includes a lot of things, but let's basically say jewelry in the cigar industry, what would it be? If I couldn't be Batman, yes, I would be. If you couldn't be Batman,
6: I would like to be. I
5: don't think you can get the uh, hair under the cowl.
6: I would have a custom helmet made. Oh, okay, <laughs> that'd probably that probably that, that would allow space for my. <laughs> I would either be uh, a uh, a modern Cuban poet or Latin pop star.
4: Come on, <laughs> absolutely. You know, you know, what George Rico wanted to be what the pimp. Yeah. George Rico a, is a pimp. That's what we all said guy. George Rico when Rush Limbaugh called us pimps. Nice. So uh, Latin style, you want to be like a, what's his name? Ponch? What's his name? Ricky pa- Martin. No, Ponch from Chips. What's his name? Eric Estrada.
6: No, no, like a Pops, like a, uh, oh, like, like a Ricky Martin. Yeah, because I do karaoke when I go to Honduras. So like I'm down. Da- I'm, I, I would need a screen, obviously, but I would do like a, a very
4: glamified form of, of karaoke. <laughs> Does I'll open for Shakira. Does Misses. <laughs> Does, does Mrs. Booth know the secret fantasy of yours? Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> no, she does, maybe. <laughs> well, listen, it was Matt Booth, Room 101 Cigars. Matt, thanks a lot, bro. It was awesome. Matt Great respect, to have Matt. you here. Thank Stick you. Stick around, please, for the rest of the show. Join of us, course. Join us for some lunch afterwards. Indeed. All mm-hmm. right, that being said, folks, let's see what's hot this week. Smoke-Ins Hot Weekly Deal, March 2nd through March 9th, noon to noon. Leap Year Sampler, we got 12 premium cigars. That's 12. We got Romeo and Julieta have been in reserve, some Nestor Miranda's all packed in there. At about $2.50 a cigar, you can't go wrong. It's $29.95 for the 12 cigars. They're only good while the ticker until the ticker runs out or while supplies last. If you'd like to take advantage of that deal, visit us at www.smoking.com and click on the hot weekly deal. That said, don't go anywhere, folks. We got more to come. We got the Bloggers Corner and Ask Lady M. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio.
14: And now it's
1: time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. I feel sorry for
3: the garbage man. I know we're not supposed to. I mean, it's driven into our brains since birth. Don't feel sorry for the garbage man. They make a lot of money. Seriously, we'll learn the words mama, then dada, then don't feel sorry for the garbage man. But what if they're not all that rich? What if they make minimum wage? Suddenly they're just a couple of stinky dudes dangling from the back of a truck as it barrels down the interstate. This is shaking my entire belief system. Maybe I should ask one of them out? Two or three showers, a quick stop at the men's cologne section at Walmart? I can see me going there. Ugh. Why do all my fantasies end with me in bed with a millionaire who smells like diapers? I wonder what the
1: Postman makes. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a
9: Woman's Head. It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of old tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease.
6: Hello, George Rico with Gran Cigars. Gran Cigars uses the finest family-grown tobacco from Nicaragua, Colombia, and Honduras. Great pride and generations of skilled craftsmanship goes into
0: each
12: and every Gran Abano Cigars.
6: Look for our new limited edition Zulu Zulu, our economically priced VIP cigars, and the soon to be release Opium. For more information on the fine cigars of Gran visit us at ghcigars.com or your nearest fine tobacconist. Tell them George Rico sent you.
10: The Tarano Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and Cigars has been their passion for four generations, and they're driving force in making quality cigars. The Taranio Master and Single Region Cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-Year Cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Tarano Family Cigar and experience something special.
7: Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years and proof of that is the award winning Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and the decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th anniversary is a 92 rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010 it's a medium to full bodied cigar with rich toasty notes of spice, cocoa, Espresso bean Can you and green sweetness. The Am decade I by too? Rocky Patel is the highest-rated non-Cuban no, cigar nothing. ever, receiving a rating of ninety. Check, a one, well-balanced two, cigar check. with a long, full. Fi- Hello,
3: Jack. Are
7: we on? Okay. Cool. as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and the decade by Rocky Patel.
11: They'll be the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and cribby Connecticut, a hearty, rich box-pressed San Andres-wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium-aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez.
3: The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations, so ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars.
11: Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement. Living up to their promise of form, feel, and function, Zycar offers the highest quality products at the best possible prices. Should your Zycar accessory fail in any way, simply return it and Zycar will immediately and cheerfully repair it or replace it for you. Now that's 100% total satisfaction. If you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, visit any authorized ZYCAR dealer or your nearest smoking location. Don't be left swimming with the Sharks. ZYCAR for life.
14: And we go a little something like this. Hit it.
12: You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe.
14: So cool and that a bar,
7: and I'm looking for some action. But like Mick Jagger said, I can't get it, no satisfaction. The girls are all
4: around. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, Adam K and the lovely Lady M. Don't go anywhere folks. Still around the corner winning fifty dollars, our weekly Monte Cristo movie trivia question. And also um, your social media word and the Zycar. All, all the prizes are still up for grabs so far. So uh, We're no, slacking. Well, you know what? Special uh I want to give a special congratulations to Tyler Zerman. Tyler Zerman actually won the two thousand eleven Camaro at the Great Smoke to uh, was the seventh person to pick the key out of the jar, had the right key, unlocked the car, won the Canary Yellow Camaro, took it home, had a blast. So mm-hmm. congratulations to Tyler Zimmerman awesome. before we get to give him uh, before we forget to give him some props. So uh, that being said, now it's time for our blogger's corner. We have Robert McDuffie.
16: Thank you. Correct? Correct.
4: Morning Robert, thanks for coming down and joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio.
16: Hey, I'm thrilled. This is uh, quite a Professional production you got going on here. We try. you know, we, We're faking it as best we, we can. We fake it so well. We're faking it as best we can.
4: But uh, Robert is from uh, Dog Watch uh, radio, Cigar Radio and Cigar Media TV, which is the website. So uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Dog Watch Cigar Radio, how long it's been out, and what it's about.
16: Well, we've been doing Dog Watch Cigar Radio now for about seven years. We did episode 368 last night. Uh, wow. We do them live on Friday nights on live stream and then put them up on YouTube i mean on uh, iTunes the following day. So it's going real well. We do about 20,000 downloads a show and keeping people happy. It's just fun.
4: It is fun. That's how we're doing what we're doing. Wow, that's great. And 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 that can be found at uh, is that that can be found at, at cigarmedia.tv?
16: Yeah, cigarmedia.tv is the home of Dog Watch Cigar Radio.
4: Great. So this is listen to the show literally there.
16: Yes, they can. we do it live on there, and we also have downloads on there, or go up to iTunes and download it
4: and and subscribe to it. how did you get started in this project?
16: Well, I was a closet FM DJ long ago when I was in college and never really got the chance. And then podcasting came up about eight years ago, and I said, you know, I think that's something I could do. So I got hold of my friend Dale in Colorado and talked him into doing it with me. We wrote out a script, uh, line for line for him and everything, for the first couple shows, and... Found out it was kind of fun, and we actually, when the first six people downloaded the show, we thought we'd hit it big. And so we said, oh, we're going to start doing this. So every Friday night now for seven years, we've done it.
4: Now, now he's in Colorado when you do the show?
16: He's in Colorado. Oh, wow. We just to bring him in. And we have call-in interviews and some live shots from events, things like that. So it's quite a deal.
4: And how long is the show?
16: It's... Anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours.
4: I guess it's nice when you're on your own time. You could let it run as long as you want. Yeah, we don't
16: have any rules like you yeah. guys do. We just, <laughs> you know, we start at nine o'clock Eastern time and we run till we're done talking.
4: Cool, mm-hmm. very neat. That is cool. And um, and you also do cigar reviews on Cigar Media TV. You do it. That you do it. Or uh, just through the show, or do you also have a blog or, or a me? right?
16: Well, we do have some notes and blog up there as well, but mostly we do during the show each week. We do a cigar of the week that we smoke during the show. We don't have the studio restrictions you guys are faced right. with well, here. That's only
4: temporary. <laughs> it's only temporary. You know, we're building our, our new headquarters in Boynton Beach. It's a 4,000 square foot freestanding building, and we already have studio space dedicated right there in the front. So uh, hopefully by the end of uh, this summer. Our shows will be live in front of a studio, not studio, live in front of a cigar shop audience <laughs> right. in our new corporate headquarters. So we can't wait to do that. But, yeah, you're right. So you get to smoke. That's great. Yeah,
16: so we do the Cigar of the Week live as we do the show. And then we also have a segment, an unbanded segment, we call it, where my wife, Liz, executive producer, provides each of us with a cigar with no band on it each week. Oh, cool. Have no idea what it is. We smoke it, review it, and then get to find out what it is. And usually those are provided by listeners, give us the ideas or send us the cigars. And it can be very surprising to find out what you're smoking. When
4: Do you have a – I mean, we've had different bloggers on the show every week. Everybody's got their own little system where some people really don't rate cigars and, you know, just tell us how they feel. But do you have a scoring system that you use or – My
16: scoring system is basically would I buy it or wouldn't I buy it. If it. If it's something I'll buy and smoke, then, yeah, it's a good cigar. I like it. And that – Opens it up quite a bit. We try to stay out of the 1 through 10 or 1 to
4: 100 kind of rating system. But doesn't a cigar come along that deserves more than a, yeah, I'd buy it. They do get more than I buy it. They okay. get a,
16: they get they get getting, the, like a little hype. Yeah. Oh, yeah. buy the, <laughs> they get the place in the humidor. They get the regular rotation. Got it. Um, and you know sometimes it's I'll spend your money on it, but I wouldn't spend my money on it. <laughs> kind of oh, yeah, cigar. I like that.
4: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cigars I, I do that with. Yeah, actually. <laughs> All right, tell us today what cigar what cigar you're reviewing for our listeners here on Kiss My Ass Radio.
16: Well, the cigar I picked today is uh, Essencia, a Petite Robusto. I mean a petite Corona. Sorry, they come in a robusto also. But Asensi is a cigar from Brother of the Leaf. Yeah. They make the Polio Cutter and, and the Asensi cigars. It's five and an eighth by forty-two. It's a really beautiful cigar. Great construction. It's a puro Nicaraguan, all Nicaraguan tobacco. Great flavors of coffee and chocolate. And one of the best descriptions I ever heard of it. A guy from Australia actually said he said when you inhale, it's like a latte, and when you exhale, it's just espresso. And it just really gives you that creamy flavor in your mouth, It coats your mouth. Lots of great dark flavors, very savory and coffee-like.
4: So this is definitely a buy. Oh, this
16: is a keep on the shelf all the time. (laughs) There you go. um, try to keep one in my pocket all the time. I like them that much. But, you know, there's so many great cigars out there today. It's hard, you know, people are always asking me, what's your favorite cigar? I don't have a favorite. It's it's the truth. It, there's so many good ones. The cigar industry's come up so far in the last couple of years. Not really,
4: really is the truth. A, and, and, and so many more companies and more boutique brands are are taking up more and more shelf space. You know, before it's just it's amazing. And I really don't know how a lot of these, uh, be honest, with you, smaller retailers can handle it, because even as big as our humidors are, we run out of room. Yeah, it's it's really mind boggling sometimes. I feel for some of these guys. Um, anything uh, coming up next week that uh, listeners want to tune uh, into cigarmedia.tv um, and Dog Watch Radio uh, could look forward to you reviewing?
16: Well, next week our cigar of the week is the C A A C A O O S A Sol. The OSA. Um, yeah,
4: from General Cigar. Does anybody know what OSA is?
16: Yeah, it stands for some kind of tobacco. It sounds like a type
5: of. Uh, Rice or something.
4: Like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, uh, I, I mean, you know, they were just all here for last week for the great smoke. And, you know, they're all. I mean, you couldn't have time to no. go to the bathroom. But yeah. you know, I mean, I've never gotten an answer to what OSA is. So, you know, Bob, give us give us a scoop. What's OSA?
16: I wish I could tell you. It's Oma Ketchupa Chiba Nuup. Yeah, <laughs> so
4: I'm a Tepec. So yeah,
16: it's a it's a like a Latin Spanish word I can't pronounce, but. I, that's really a cigar I'm looking forward to doing on the show because I've been smoking a lot of those. And um, we got, you know, you were mentioning earlier the Namakubi from Matt Booth. Namakubi! No, that's that's there it <laughs> goes. one of my favorite cigars. Uh, it's, it's a great cigar as well. But So the CAO comes up next week. And we've got a calendar up on the website at CigarMedia.tv. They can always keep track of where we're going. and. We don't plan out quite as much in advance as you guys do sometimes. It, sometimes it's just week to week for us. When you have paid sponsors, you have to. <laughs>
4: <laughs> don't wanna, I remember one week, I can't remember what happened, but we were running long or something. We ended up having to cut somebody's commercials, and somebody called me up and said, I need my commercial this week. I'm like, ah, you know what? I owe you a couple of commercials. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. But very cool stuff, and I've been on the site. I've actually had the honor of being interviewed and uh, being on your show.
11: Yeah.
4: Um, so, uh, very cool. So, any of you guys out there, please check it out. It's CigarMedia.TV. That is the website. And from where you, from there on Friday nights, you can listen to Dog Watch Cigar Radio, which is every Friday night.
16: 9 p.m. Eastern.
4: 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Very cool. And I, and I hear you're a big fly fisherman.
16: I love to fly fish. I grew up in Colorado, uh, fly fishing out there. Which
3: part? I'm from Colorado.
16: Arvada, Boulder. Aspen. Westminster. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to fish up around Aspen quite a bit. I, yeah. That's the only thing I miss about living in Colorado. Yes. Yeah, we've actually, we do actually got an
5: answer now on what OSA is. It's uh, Olancho San Agustin, Matt Booth, and Cigar Coop. Pass that on. It's an area in Honduras, apparently.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Matt Booth, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Way to thank go, Matt you, Cigar Booth. Coop. <laughs> he spends enough time in Honduras. He should know that, right? <laughs> but um, you fly fish, Lady M?
3: I, I have been fly fishing before. I'm not
4: you know what? very good at I it, but I I did it a have. couple times. T- it really is the coolest it form is of fishing. Cool. Yeah. And, and it's
16: a great time to smoke a cigar.
4: It really is the coolest you know, form it's just of fishing. It calms you, know? you
16: down. You're throwing it
4: out there. I moved yeah. down here and everybody said, hey, you want to go fishing? I said, yeah, let's go fishing. We went on a boat. All we did is <laughs> drink beer. I said, this is not fishing. This is reeling. <laughs> you don't fish. This is reeling. That's all you do. Here's the bowl. We got something. Reel them in. I, so, just, I um, just want no, to sit in the boat and drink beer. Fly fishing is really uh, relaxing, and it's, it's an art form. It looks gorgeous just doing it.
16: It's a little more dangerous down here than up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. You don't have things up there that will eat
4: you. Yeah. In the water. So. <laughs> in the water. <laughs> that being said, great stuff. Well, listen, uh, Robert, anytime, we'd love to have you back. Hopefully, we'll get you back on the show again. Thanks for coming down and uh, Thank you. doing dog Robert, uh, doing an interview with us in the blogger's corner. So don't go anywhere. You can hang out, and uh, hopefully, maybe we'll do a little fact and crap. So that being said, yes. uh, we got a weekly Monte Cristo movie trivia mm-hmm. that everybody's waiting on. Well, yeah.
5: we also got to say congratulations to Eric of Lake Worth who mm-hmm. caught the social media the word of the day. He has won the Matt Booth Signature Room One Hundred One Ashtray Cutter and a five pack.
4: Way to go, Eric from Lake Worth! Nicely, nice. In the words of my friend Jonathan, nicely done.
5: And if you want to participate, just you've got to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Find out what the word of the day is going to be, and wait till we say it.
4: Now let's give away fifty bucks. Yeah, let's all right, do that. Here's yeah. a fifty dollars gift card. Let's yeah. give away fifty bucks, Lydia. Mm-hmm. You got a movie clip for? us? I
3: do. I do. What film is the following scene from?
4: That would be the movie clip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't have it on the outline. My bad. Sorry, Mike. Taking the rust off
14: because you. I intend to squeeze you. I don't like your kind of people. I don't like to see you come out to this clean country in your oily hair, dressed up in those silk suits, you try to pass yourselves off as decent Americans. I'll do business with you, but the fact is that I despise your masquerade, the dishonest way you pose yourself, yourself and your whole f***ing family. (laughs)
4: <laughs> All right, be the first to call in and tell us that movie at 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960, and you'll get a $50 gift card courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. Don't go anywhere, folks. We've got last 80, last 80, uh, 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 boy, I'm really Ask out of shape. Lady and- Thank you. And Factor Bullcrap coming up. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on TV Radio.
9: Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life? the guilt-free kind then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper it delivers a smooth mild to medium bodied top quality smoke. With Vegafina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
4: Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are
0: just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO.
7: Only Fuentes Fuente.
8: Experience the mystery of Gurkha, one of the world's greatest cigar brands. Discover a century of tradition with each uniquely handcrafted cigar made from a variety of the finest tobaccos. When only the best will do, for those with a distinguished palate, indulge in a highly acclaimed Gurkha Grand Reserve. Evil, Assassin, Ninja, and the three new retailer-exclusive brands. Seller Reserve, Royal Challenge, and Seduction. Gurkha cigars are now available at Fine Tobacconist everywhere and all smoking locations. Join the Gurkha tribe today.
12: EO Brands features cigars that have been rated in the 90s and in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Whether you're smoking a 601 Series, the Doc Rich Murcielago, or the Spicy Punch of the Cabal Series, you experience a rush of bold and hearty smoke reminiscent of Old Havana. Looking to push the envelope and try the new 601 La Bamba. The 601 La Bamba is the fullest body cigar to hit the market and will surely be a flavor bomb in your mouth. All fine EO brand cigars can be found at your nearest fine tobacconist and all smoke-in locations.
0: In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo León. Guillermo León is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the La Aurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo León Jiménez. For over 100 years, the La Aurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo León Signature Series cigars, awarded a rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a signature today.
4: The Godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create EP Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year, and Rob reports Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carillo. Pick up an E.P. Carillo at your nearest smoking location
0: old world cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from pete johnson's habana Series. whether you're smoking a tatuaje la riqueza Cabaguan, ambos mundos or el Trenfador, faustor or la casita you will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time chosen as cigar aficionados top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90 See for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana sellers.
12: Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to kissmyashradio.com any day during the week and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them 877 960 9960. Now here's Honest Abe. See your
4: great song welcome back kiss my ash radio i'm your host honest dave along with my gang adam k the lovely M, and special guest room 101 founder matt booth matt you have a good time absolutely man thank you for the heads up on osa i appreciate it i'm mm-hmm. pumped oh yeah you're welcome very cool well listen i mean we must have really stumped everybody this week with a movie clip i mean or, or did you just disconnect everybody who had the wrong answer Man, unreal, because we only have one caller who's called in, so let's hope he's got the right answer. Anthony from Lake Worth. Anthony, you're on the air.
2: Hi, how you doing?
4: What's going on, my friend? Do you have the uh, answer to the nice little clip that Lady M played for us?
2: Ah, uh, Godfather Part
8: 2. Uh,
4: wow, Right episode yeah. as well. Nicely done. Right. <laughs> Do you
2: know that
3: uh, this week is the 40th anniversary of the original Absolutely, Godfather.
8: that's why I know. That's yes, why I see? picked the
4: movie. <laughs> oh, man. I
2: watched I just watched it um, uh, Thursday night, I believe it was
4: on. Well, you are a hardcore Godfather fan because this is the first week all the lines did not light up immediately. So well done, Anthony. Stand on the line. We'll get your information. And uh, thanks for listening to the show.
2: Thank you. Great show, buddy.
4: Take care. Well done with the movie clip this week. Neat stuff. All right, folks. It's that time. Are you guys ready? Yes. So ready.
3: Got our signs ready. Wait, we already did meet your maker, so I'm not
4: ready. <laughs> it's time for Fact or Bullcrap. Now, so Bull crap. far in our episodes, okay, Adam K. has won once, Lady M. has won once, and our guest has won once, which I think was... Uh,
3: George Rico.
5: No, I think Maria won. It was Maria.
4: Oh, Maria. oh it was won. Yes. So, so yeah. the last time it was won...
5: It was we actually all tied when it was
3: George Yeah, was George did yes.
4: all tied. <laughs> so, here we go. It's time for another round of fact or bull crap. We'll give you a statement. You tell us whether it's a fact or whether it's bull crap. Today's theme, of course, is leap year. Damn.
6: Yes.
4: Number one, if we didn't have leap years, today's date would be May 2nd. Fact or bull crap? Wait, what day is today? March 4th, I think. Oh. 3rd, 4th? Wait, if we did not, have uh, I need some answers. Let's go, Emily. There's no iPhoning it. Looking now, come on. We did not. If, if we, I said it's have... crap. It's okay.
6: crap, man. I'm, you... pu- I'm going. I'm, I'm putting crap. It's crap. It, 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 what is would that? Be, today would be the fourth.
3: F. You wrote it.
4: Okay, fact. They would be the fourth. They saying that if we didn't have leap year. Today would be May second. Actually, can I switch May that? May second. I yes, you can switch it. No, maybe I want to keep it. Crap. Uh, <laughs> go, Adam. Come on. Come what are on. you waiting for? Two facts and a bull crap. I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go crap. I'm going. Bull crap. It's a fact. Can I switch it down? No. <laughs> <laughs> they started using the current calendar in 1752, which means we had 63 days farther ahead if we didn't have a leap day. So Matt right away falls behind with Lady Don't M. And field, and of course. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Number two. In Greece, it's considered good luck to get married during a leap year. Fact or bullcrap? Lady <sniffs> M. says fact. I'm going to go fact, man. Fact, fact. Everybody says Fact. Everybody's wrong. Bullcrap. Yes. It's considered unlucky. You and were wrong. I know. If but, I but everybody was wrong. Even. He's all right. That's <laughs> the worst
5: part because I just read that thing about how women are supposed to they're be about, to they're men. To there are about
4: 20% fewer weddings in Greece during leap years. Mm-hmm. Huh. Number three, a leap year can also be called basic style. Fact or bullcrap? I'm going to say crap. We got crap. Bullcrap. We got bull and fact. Lady M is correct. Yes. Fact. It's from <laughs> it's from Latin, which we all know Lady M is so well versed in. And leap day is also known as intercalary day. So Lady M takes a stunning lead with a two-one-to-none score so far. That IQ. I, I got nothing. nothing. Number four. There are no leap days in years ending two thousand. Fact or bullcrap? Wait, two- wait, wait. Ending in two thousand. A- ending in zero zero. Excuse me. In years ending in zero zero, like the year two thousand, or twenty ten, yes, twenty two, no, twenty one hundred, ending in zero zero. There is. A, there are not. Yeah, I'm. It's saying there are no leap years. So she says, bull.
5: Wait, th- there are no leap years in years ending in ought.
4: Ending in zero zero. Ending in zero zero, zero zero. Yes.
6: Oh,
5: this is a really hard question.
6: Bull.
3: I said.
4: Bull. Oh, no, what what, are, said, they what said are they saying?
6: What are they saying? Oh damn! They're, they're saying in any year. No, no, I, I, year. I was saying what they were saying. No, what did I say? <laughs> I'm gonna go. F- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go crap. I'm going crap across the board. I'm going crap for every question.
4: <laughs> All right, he I'm says bull crap. crap. Lady Scrap. M. says fact, and you say bull crap. Uh, it's almost true, but it's bull crap.
6: Ah,
3: yeah. There are no
4: years ending in zero zero unless the year is divisible yes. by four hundred, which two thousand was. So
3: that's what I was trying to do. But yeah. Now, I
5: we we all know math is definitely your strong suit. Matt Booth,
4: too. Matt Booth on the board, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here we go in the game. The last time there was a February thirtieth was when the Ottoman Empire used their own calendar in the early seventeen hundreds. Fact or bullcrap? Fact. I, I want to say fact. F- I want to say fact, but I'm kinda, I am
6: kind of I kind of want to stick to my guns on the crap, man. I am going to say fact. I am going to
4: chase. I am going to Oh back. no, you Matt! Saying- oh. You would have jumped and you would have caught up. It's actually bullcrap. Fuck. Mm. <gasps> <laughs> I'm no good. I have... I said bullcrap. No, that wouldn't Oh, said. you said something. What did I say? Yeah, we had a no, I didn't say anything. <laughs> did I? No, it's I, okay. Did I? No, it's no problem. I didn't even catch it. Oh wow. Um, yeah, sorry, America. Right. Sorry, I had no idea. The last time there was a February. The last time there was a February thirtieth is when the Ottoman, um The Soviet Union had one in 1930 and 1931 when they required all months to have 30 days. So I don't get that. In the 30s, the Soviet Union had a calendar that was different from the rest of the world. Well, they in, were under Marxism. Wow. Intriguing. So okay, here we go. Let's go. Did I not win that one? No, everybody's a tie. Oh no, I'm sorry. Adam and Emily are two. Matt Booth is at one. I guess we're one to Here we go. A family in England had three generations born on Leap Day. Father, son, grandson, wow. all born on Leap Day. Fact, bullcrap. crap. Lady M says fact. fact, bull. Fact, man. Fact is the answer. She. Yeah. Yes, Peter Q was born on Leap Day 1940. His son Peter was born on 1964. And granddaughter Bethany was February 29, 1996. That is crazy. Yes. But I believe it. Well, I guess it all depends on, well,
5: you know, that makes sense considering where everybody's birthday
4: ended up. Number seven, a woman in Norway gave, the birth, gave birth on three straight Leap Days. Damn. So she gave birth exactly four years apart on 29th. We have a bullcrap from Emily. A bullcrap from Adam. I'm going fact. Fact it is Karen Henrikson and had a daughter on leap day 1960 and sons on 64 and 68. It is a tie between Matt Booth and Lady M with right. Adam in the book. Wait, wait. How many? How many questions are there? There are three more, sir. Ooh. And we are done. An only ten. No, I'm just. I'm just. Okay. It's only We want. Right. We don't want to hurt anybody.
6: Okay. My brain is. In I'm, pain. I was just asking for the. Uh, you know. See what
4: the. Uh, the leap. In leap year is actually a Latin acronym that means to coincide with the moon and equinox. Lady M goes with a fact, a quick fact. Adam. I'm going fact. Fact, you're all wrong. Bullcrap. It was designed to keep the holidays from leaping around the calendar. Number nine. 16 years ago, the FBI and other international law enforcement agencies broke up a ring of people who met every leap year to eat endangered kangaroos. <laughs> i bullcrap. Or bullcrap. <laughs>
6: But I do like the question.
5: <laughs> endangered kangaroo? I'm just gonna. That's too good to not pass up. I'm you see, nice, fact. Man.
4: Fact. That's, that's a strong move. And you are bullcrap. Bullcrap. Kangaroos, first of all, aren't endangered. <laughs> and we made up the rest of that story. So <laughs> Matt weird. takes the lead. No. Yes. Oh my God. How does it happen, Lady? i here's your only chance to tie. Adam, you're basically out of the race. Yes. Wow. Babies born. Wow. I, listen, you both got to answer at the same time, so you can't look at each other's <laughs> answers. All right. Here you go. Babies are born, babies born on Leap Day are known as leaplings. Fact or bullcrap? Oh, she ties it up, man. <laughs> They're also called leapers. <laughs> it is a tie. Well done. And that's the end of our edition of Oh, Fact nice. It's <laughs> a tie. Tie with Lady M and Matt Booth. You held your ground. You did well. Nicely I done, hate my this friend.
7: show. They have no chemistry at
4: all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to hit cigar news really quick. Uh, in cigar news this week move over Molotov Quesada Cigars first installment of the Qutita series uh, Molotov was literally blown off the shelves in retail stores nationwide the second installment the Howitzer a 6x60 cigar will be produced in 10 count boxes with a thousand total boxes being made with an estimated retail price of $95 look for the Howitzer to arrive on store shelves Labor Day weekend Rocky Patel released his newest cigar, Burn, named after his upscale cigar bar in Naples, Florida. Burn was released in three sizes, Robusto, Toro, and an 85 by 60 called Titan. They come in 20 count boxes, retailing from about $152 to $186. So far it seems the cigar will be sold exclusively at Burn's Lounge and eventually at the handful of Rocky Patel Lounge accounts across the country. Another one bites the dust. Coming off last year's discontinuation of the El Rey del Mundo, I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> excuse me, El Rey de los Habanos line of cigars by my father, it appears that Don Pepin Garcia J.J. Maduro is on the chopping block. And finally, a federal judge has blocked the Food and Drug Administration's attempt to move forward with plans to introduce graphic labels that would cover half of a cigarette pack. U.S. Dirt- District Judge Richard Leon said today that the, t- that the labels violate free speech rights. Under the First Amendment, and the labels were slated to debut September 22nd. This, my friends, is a step in the right direction. That being said,
3: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> listen, that's a good start because if they didn't approve it for cigarettes, it's definitely a good start for. Yeah, it's uh, about time right. legislation you know, got on board. Cigars. So we have a lady M. Uh, we have a couple questions we're going to hit Lady M with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have a few questions we're going to ask Lady M with uh, here. We got, a, we got a question for you from Danielle, 24. <laughs> Do men care what women's underwear look like when they get it on? Over the weekend, a guy I've been dating came over for a booty call. I was so in the moment that before he came over, I forgot to change my underwear. I was wearing a pair of embarrassing boy shorts with smiley faces all over them. He sort of made fun of them, but he kept making out. I couldn't tell if he was being serious or just kidding, and we haven't hooked up since then. Do guys notice when women wear ugly underwear? Should women always wear sexy underwear when they hook up with guys?
3: Okay, well, the reason, you know, you haven't hooked up since is not because of your underwear. Absolutely. You th- Really?
4: No, I agree with you. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. because, you know, some guys If she was like, any good, I don't care what right, she was wearing. some
3: guys like the little booty shorts, some guys like the lacy stuff. I mean, every... I mean. I got,
4: I got to admit, some granny panties are a no, little... No, I'm low. not saying granny panties, but, but she said the yeah, little yeah, boy shorts, yeah. those
3: are cute.
5: What, what what she was wearing sounded cute yes. and probably funny, and I would have been like, okay, that's totally adorable. Ex- it was totally acceptable. That's totally off. acceptable. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. They're going to end up on the floor Yeah, eventually. he just didn't like
3: you.
4: Yeah, Danielle, you need you need uh, some expert help. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Danielle. Whoops. We have Riley, 28. I'm dating a guy who's really hot, but kind of stupid. <laughs> hey, this <laughs> oh, is right, right up your alley. Right here, right here. Go bring the question wow. on. I've been mm-hmm. dating a guy who's probably the best-looking guy I've <laughs> ever dated. So he's like a less feminine version of Robert Pattinson. Don't know Robert Pattinson. So. Twilight. Twilight, Twilight oh, that the dude. vampire. He looks so gay to me. Is it just <laughs> well, me? Well, he's just... He's, just gay, he's so like frail, anti-masculine. Like he like, yeah, man. Okay, like, we eat should, a sandwich. Yeah. I, I, are you a Robert I, Pattinson I, no, fan?
3: No, I mean, No.
4: That she looks. She to the at when very. Said, that movie, said no. In the movie, the,
3: yes. Like I, but out, out, of the, out of the theaters, no. Like, the I would movie, not call that. Out, out of the theaters? <laughs> I would In not,
4: the movie, <laughs> what? Did anybody get that statement? In I the movie, no yeah, but out of going the going theaters, on. no. So you love his character. A, yes,
3: when he's a vampire, yes. Oh. I love his character. Well, everybody loves
4: a vampire. That's not fair.
3: Exactly. That's it, though.
4: Well, anyways, uh, clearly I'm, I'm only into his looks, enjoying it for now, but wondering how much longer I can keep it going. Have any other women have a problem dating with someone who's pretty but dumb? That, just, sounds, like, that sounds like the last 10 girlfriends they have like, before I yeah, get married. Just
3: on to the just next. like, uh, like Bundy,
4: Enjoy it and move it. on when you're ready. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that looks like it's going to be it. We're going to have to wind <laughs> it out, folks. It's been two weeks. We'll definitely see you next week. But, uh, you know, you've been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on CB Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Matt, thank you for coming in. My man. Being our guest, it was a great you, time. Man. Hopefully, we'll have you again sometime in the future. Remember, gang, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel, because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ass. This is Honest Abe standing out, telling you to be merciless. spare no cigar, smoke them all, and let God sort them out. Davy Jones, take us out. Booyah. All right.
6: But it's rain, and
2: I ride. The sleep out of my hands
3: My shaven razor's cold and it's
10: stings